Now, you can use whatever train metaphor you want, anyone you want, but get on the Joe Biden Express now because we are not stopping. Get on the Joe Biden Express now because we are not stopping. It is February 1st, 2023. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. He has a new article out on Real Clear this morning, so definitely check that out as well. And as always, the All My Links has all of his socials. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Thank you, Stu. Thank you, world. Yes, my article out this morning is about what a bunch of ungrateful bastards the University of Richmond is and how they are woke and ignorant and how they treat people like shit and why you shouldn't give them any money. You shouldn't send your children there. Take a look at the article. I think you will enjoy it, and I think you will see the massive, massive lack of gratitude. I think it's always fun to talk about the salacious stuff. Long time ago, we reported on one of our, our award-winning podcasts about Hunter Biden, how he owed his secretary, this gal who was helping him out, 858 bucks, I think. And she really needed the money. And uh, he wouldn't pay her. He wouldn't pay her. He wouldn't pay her. There are all these emails that go back and forth. Well, today it came out another email in which he owed her back pay because he hadn't paid her, okay? I will make up for back pay. Of course, he misspelled make. You have to make up for back work by um, what he means back work by what he owes her by FaceTiming me and or going to our next club party. When you FaceTime, if we FaceTime, the rule has to be no talk of anything but sex, and we must be naked, and we have to do whatever the other person asks within reason. <laughs> he Then he, he texted, set phone up so I can spy on you showering, and show me how you play with yourself. He proceeded to send her more than 2700 bucks between the texts. <laughs> that's the president's son that's the one that he said is the smartest guy in the world he's a grown man he is the smartest man i know i mean in terms of pure intellectual capacity that's the one that is probably the son that's probably going to bring down the president in the biggest scandal american history has ever seen and that leads me into one of my substantive stories it was reported again today there's documents the day the Russians, by the way, have you noticed how I can almost predict the future? I wrote an article about this last week, and I predicted this. And once again, as always, drum rolls the. I'm right. Zelensky sent an order out the day the Russians invaded and asked his ministers and the military to destroy the Hunter Biden documents dealing with the biolabs and Hunter Biden's company, Metabiata. And there are film clips of this document being burned. Now, you might remember, uh, I said in this last article that we don't know that Joe Biden is compromised, one, 
Um, and we don't know what the Ukrainians might have on him because um, he was up. He and Hunter were up to their necks in this corruption in Ukraine. Why would Zelensky do this? One, he thought it might jeopardize the war effort if people knew of the extent the Bidens were involved in Ukrainian corruption. But he might also wanted to conceal his own criminal involvement. Think about it. He could have just tried to get the information and hide it somewhere, but he wants to destroy it. It's interesting. The other thing I said that's come out about all this stuff, Jim Jordan's committee has asked the National Archives for all these documents that they supposedly have of Hunter Biden. And uh, the DOJ has said that since they've appointed a special prosecutor, then handing over the documents would interfere with a criminal investigation. Go back and look at the article I wrote a week ago, and I predicted those motherfuckers would do that. I don't know how I do it, Stu. Big news, again, the corrupt FBI and the Biden administration and the DOJ, two days after the Penn Biden Center was searched for, and they found those supposedly 10 documents, or it could be 10 sets of documents. You got to watch the way these lawyers parse their words. Uh, the FBI went back in there three days later and searched Joe Biden's office. And there's still been no report of what they found. And I'm telling you that this scandal, in my opinion, has more to do with a cover-up because the Republicans get control of Congress. They have the subpoena power. I think the DOJ is covering his ass. They're getting these documents in their hands such that they will never have to release them. And I think they have to do with Ukraine, which was the subject of my article last week. Uh, Joey, Joey, baby, um, was walking out of the White House today. Apparently, they have said the OMB, I don't know why the OMB is behind this, but they've said that the pandemic will emergency will end like May 11th. Well, why not end it now? Well, the OMB says, well, it'll be too disruptive to end it now. Really? Um, anyway, um, so some reporter asked Joey about it, and he walks up to her, grabs her, her microphone, gets right in her face in that creepy way he has, has his hand on her. What's behind the decision to end the COVID emergency, Mr. President? What's, what's behind your decision to end the COVID emergency? COVID emergency will end with the new court exit. We've extended May the 15th to make sure we get everything done. That's all. There's nothing behind the door. What the fuck is he talking about? The fucking Supreme Court has nothing to do with this. They, It's an executive order. The guy ain't right. I'm telling you. The other news today, and it's really not going to amount to much, but Sam Bankman Free, as you remember, had two super, super rich guys co-sign his $250 million bond. Nobody knows who they are. Uh, and a judge today is going to release uh, the names as early as February the 7th, 
if they don't file an appeal. And of course, they will file an appeal. So that's what I got today. So I have a few stories. So first off, Governor Katie Hobbs, you know, she really loves democracy. So let's just watch how she reacts when she's asked the simple question of what's her stance on the death penalty in Arizona. Um, I don't necessarily think that's relevant here. We just want to make sure that we're studying the practices. So we, I mean, it, the people of Arizona probably have a legitimate question. They want to know where you stand personally on the death penalty. Can you tell us? She said that she's not going to tell you. I know she said that. Okay. How many times do you want her to say the same thing over and over? Don't make me use this boot. <laughs> so my two cents, that seems very tyrannical. Kind of reminds me of how the World Economic Forum approached questions where, well, we you know, know she hates elections, Steph. Yeah. So just kind of interesting to see, that, you know, this is where democracy is trending towards where people in power don't have to answer questions or be accountable to their constituents. Ask a question, Stu. You are a domestic terrorist. Yeah, like the parents at the school board meetings. Yes. So we have the House Oversight Committee holding their first hearings on wasteful pandemic era spending. And I'm sure that's going to uncover a lot of wasteful spending. And we'll see if the Republicans actually choose to do anything about this or, you know, will there be any will there be any ramifications for wasteful spending? So I'm curious to see how it all plays out. This week, the Oversight Committee will kick off a very busy oversight agenda with our first hearing investigating the massive waste of taxpayer dollars in pandemic spending. For the past two years, Democrats did not conduct a single hearing of oversight uh, of what may turn out to be the greatest theft of American taxpayer dollars in history. After rushing through inflation-inducing government spending under the guise of pandemic relief, hundreds of billions of dollars have been stolen from American taxpayers, lining the pockets of criminals and foreign adversaries. But under Republican leadership, the Oversight Committee is returning to its primary duty to root out waste, fraud, abuse, and mismanagement in the federal government. Every nickel they spent was wasteful. <laughs> they caused more harm than they did good. Okay, people have enough sense to know about these type of things and to take care of themselves. They didn't have to do one damn thing. And my last story today comes from Princeton's school newspaper. And this has been making its rounds across social media. That the Daily Tiger? I'm, I'm blanking on what it's called. I think it's something goofy like that. It is an opinion piece called Princeton's Criminal Justice Inspired Honor Code Hurts FLI Students. You're probably thinking to yourself, what in the world does FLI stand for? You know, I'm a, fair, I'm a young person, so I have to kind of... Fucking liberal idiots. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> it's a uh, first generation low income students. And of course, the argument is, is that that skews towards minorities and that the honor code itself essentially hurts minorities. And so I just want to walk you through. Yeah, if they cheat more than other people, then it, yeah, it hurts them. That's the whole intention of the thing. And so I just want to walk you through the suggestions that this student, Miss Santos, no relation to George, uh, wants to do. For the first generation low income students, 
A Princeton degree represents a significant opportunity to move upwards in socioeconomic status. And their argument is that a permanent record of a violation on their academic transcript can have devastating consequences. I've never really been at a job where they demanded to see my academic transcript in the first place. This well, is so just if you murder somebody. It too would have a devastating effect on your future prospects. So what one does is you don't do the thing that will hurt you like cheating. Her argument is that the university should make financial aid continually available to students who must repeat a term because of disciplinary punishment as the punishment unfairly targets FLI students who are unable to complete their Princeton education without access to financial aid. So the notion that if you get an academic violation, there are no financial ramifications. And so then all you be you should be rewarded for it. Or allowed to get go to school for free, essentially. Secondly, students convicted of honor code violations should have an option to attach a letter from a faculty member to their transcript in which a faculty member can attest to their development since the violation. And of course, you would have a ton of activist professors who would just do that willy-nilly. Yeah, automatically. Finally, the university should offer sessions aimed at educating students on how the honor code works. These approaches can be these approaches can begin to limit the injustices FLI students face on campus and can better prepare every student to fight injustice outside the orange bubble. And so the whole notion is, is that this concept of honor is effectively part of white supremacist, uh, elitist, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. America's system of legal administration enacts violence against minority populations. Examining and reconsidering these structures, such as the criminal justice system, is a crucial part of anti-racist action. She gives a bunch of crime stats, and then she says, Princeton's honor code, tasked with holding students accountable and honest in academic settings, mirrors the criminal justice system and its rules and effects. So effectively, what she's saying is that Princeton's honor code enacts violence against minority populations. What I find so offensive about all of this is that her I feel like her argument is that this notion of honor is some sort of like white supremacist concept. Yeah, I'm sure. When we know that honor is a universal value and concept and has been upheld for tens of thousands of years across every single culture in the world. And, you know, it's, I almost feel like, I think it's either Sun Tzu or Napoleon who said, you know, don't interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. And so I think we should just support Miss Santos and this kind of crazy quest to essentially just remove the honor code system from Princeton. And we'll just see what Princeton looks like in 10 years mm -hmm. when, you know, Will Princeton be able to have the same level of quality graduates in 10 years if there's no honor code? It's kind of like the same concept of like the chat GPT at, I believe, Stanford, where, you know, if everyone's just doing a AI constructed essay and is passing, you know, there's going to be a clear line of 
I mean, first, I think it would hurt society in the long run because you get people in positions they shouldn't be in. But I think that will rectify itself in the end. But it's just kind of scary to think about. Like, I mean, but let Princeton do it. That's kind of my stance. You know, they I doubt they will be the, the same level of quality in 10 years if they just completely get rid of their oppressive honor code. I think Liberty University and Regent and places like that are going to surpass them in academic quality. And by the way, Stu, you're right about all cultures um, respecting honor. Remember the Indian in the outlaw Josie Wales? It's said that governments are achieved by the double tongues. There is iron in your words of death for all Comanche to see. And so there is iron in your words of life. No signed paper can hold the iron. It must come from men. The words of ten bearers carry the same iron of life and death. It is good that warriors such as we meet in the struggle of life or death. It shall be life. He was an honorable guy. Yeah, I mean, the the samurai had honor. I mean, and they were completely isolated from the rest of the world. But um, that's all I had for you today. All right, Stu. Um, I, thank you. You the man. You the man. I'll catch you later. You're the gray rider. You would not make peace with the blue coats. You may go in peace. I reckon not. <laughs>